Hello, welcome back. We are on episode 17. This is the podcast, Builder versus Buyer. I'm Adam Steiner, and this podcast is dedicated to the home building industry. Um, I want in some little tiny way to try and make this industry better through advice and education for both buyers and builders. Um, today will be one of those episodes where I am talking to both buyers and builders. Um, it's something we touched on last week with Carol about finalize your selections before the build. Uh, I'm a huge, huge believer in this, and I've seen it done really, really well um, at a, a company I worked with. So I wanted to share with you some secrets and advice into that, and I'm going to separate it into two sections. Um, one, why it's better for the builder, um, which I think builders would agree with, but have a hard time getting there. And then two, why it's better for the buyer, which I think buyers at at first blush might disagree with, but hear me out. I think it's going to be better for you at the end of the day. So how I envision selections through the building process and really that upfront process as a whole is, is like locks in a river. You know, when you have um, two bodies of water, like a, a river or two lakes that are next to each other and they're different elevation, what you, you put a, a lock in between and that um, the boat waits in that section of water while the water either raises or drains to the other level of the river or lake and then can move on. So I think that can be applied to the home building process here. Um, the, the other option to traverse between two bodies of water that are different elevation is rapids and or like a, a flowing river. And I, I think if you, if you don't set your home building the pre-construction process up in stages that the client cannot pass until they've fully completed, signed off and ready for the next stage. If you don't set it up like that, what you're asking for is the rapids. You're you're taking saying, "Hey clients, hey internal team, hey selection coordinators, hey CAD designers, like let's all get in this little raft and float down these rapids together. Hopefully we make it cross your fingers. It's all going to be it's it's going to be a blast, right?" Home builders, please don't do this. Um, so what we did is we set it up into three critical stages, um, which was your plan, your exterior selections, and then your interior selections. And the client couldn't go on to that next phase until they were fully complete with the phase before. Um, even when I was working as a sales agent for this company, I, I share a quick story. I um, had a client... They were going to leave the entire winter because um, we're up here in Minnesota, Minnesota, and it's cold in the winter, so they're going to go to um, down south somewhere. Um, and I was freaking out. It was in the fall, and I was thinking, okay, if if the client doesn't get in and do their selections now, they might not get to and then might cancel their build because they want to leave to go down south, and we will miss out on an opportunity. We'll miss out on a, on a potential source of revenue. Um, so I was all worried about it and then sent a big email to the internal team, the the CAD designer and the selection coordinator, and said, okay, hey, the, if they if they get in, Thursday morning, can you have them Thursday afternoon start selections? And um, thankfully, my boss at the time, the VP of sales, actually called me, pumped the brakes on the whole operation, said, you know what, there is a process here. They aren't finalized with their structurals, so we are not going to let 
you schedule the selection meeting until the structurals are final. And like, I, I knew that was the process at the time. I don't think I was trying to mislead or manipulate anybody. I just wanted to see the, the client get in the door, really. Um, but I'm ultimately glad my boss did pump the brakes at that moment um, because it led to a better process. It was a better client. It was so much cleaner. I actually called the client. They said, hey, you know what? That's fine. Let's, we'll delay our trip a little bit. Uh, we want to make sure the selections are right. And they were, they were great about it. Um, so I think the fear for builders, the biggest fear why they don't do this, I think, is because they think they're going to lose a client. So let's talk to the builders for a second here as we dive into it. Why? It's better for a builder. Yeah, that quick story is is great, but let's get into a little couple more details. Um, I think the biggest reason is sanity. Your whole team will thank you, and like you will be so much more appreciative because you'll start to train your clients that there there is a process and there's a method to why you do the things that you do, um, and there will start to be less pushback on things you say like if you if you have it well thought out and you have the client's interest in and in, in mind when you're setting up your process and then you clearly explain that process before they even get into it you you'll set a such a great tone for the build um that yeah you you can manipulate and and change things as you go and and all that but to have the process have it on paper have your salespeople explain this to your clients um yeah, just sets just sets a great tone. Um, in structuring the process, I think this is pretty obvious to most builders, but might be helpful for clients to hear as well. Um, so there's, there's a lot that goes on as b- the moment you sign contract before you dig. There are so many parts and pieces that need to get figured out. Um, a lot that goes on behind the scenes that clients don't know about. Um, I would say to focus your core process on these real core things make sure these things get in because nothing's going to get done without them. And that's um, your HOA approval or developer approval, architectural approval, community approval, whatever that is, um, the permitting, and then the ordering. Um, HOA approval, they're mainly concerned about colors, materials, finishes. That's why we did the exterior selection so early. We wanted to get the HOA approval in in case there were any issues with it. If the development ever had a a problem with how the home looked, we wanted to be able to address that early with the client and not delay the dig, delay the build. Um, On the permitting end, they're primarily focused on the structure. So that is also why that was one of the first steps was um, to get the structure dialed in, um, so that the city and or county can approve this building as structurally stable, it um, um, meets the required codes, all that. So it was good to lock in the load bearing walls, the exterior footprint, um, make sure the home fits on the site, all that. The last thing, ordering. So some things in the construction industry, for whatever reason. Um, I know we're used to Amazon, the, the prime two day, one day delivery. Um, but in the construction world, the lead times it can really rack up on you. Um, the, some culprits, windows, trusses, some of those get made um, after you order them. You know, they're made custom for your home. Um, and the lead times can run up. They can be four weeks. They can be six weeks. They can be 12 weeks at times. Um so to get those locked in and ordered early so that you can have an efficient schedule as you're building the the project is goes a long, long way in ultimately your happiness as a client, but especially as a builder, like the 
to make money as a builder, the only way you do that is to close a home. And so the longer it takes, the less you make. Um, so a little secret for you there. Um, yeah. And I think the last reason that it's, it's better for the builder is, um, you allow your sales agents to become this trusted advisor. And so in a sales process, one huge factor to why people make a decision is because they find their sales agent knowledgeable and trustworthy. So if you can lay out a good process, um, put it on paper, um, let the client know what to expect in the upcoming meetings, you've automatically put yourself in a position where, where you say, hey, we got this. This is a complicated process, but yes, we know what we're doing and we're here to help. Um, that is so, so attractive to your buyers. And then people don't really know what to expect unless you've built two or three times. People don't really know what to expect. So it allows you this opportunity to set the table and set good expectations in their head um, why you do what you do and, and when to do it. Um, the number of meetings we, uh, the company I was last at did two meetings, exteriors and interiors. As I said, it kind of depends on what, what you've branded yourself as a builder, you know, more production. I've seen builders do it in one meeting. If they have, um, preset selection packages then more custom, you can do more meetings certainly, but just, as you're doing these meetings, put together an agenda for every single meeting, put together a sign-off sheet for every single meeting that you can put in front of your client, especially day one with that sales agent. The first structural sign-off form had things like window color because that was important to the window order, it, the um, exterior structural wall, things like that, so that your you're tailoring the process to what you as a builder know will work, will get the um, project permitted. We'll get ordering done in a timely fashion. Um, and we'll get the HOA approval going. Um, and then at this point, the client may push back and I did get a little bit of this on the sales floor, but surprisingly not much. But if the client does push back, um, if, if their objection is, is strong enough saying, Hey, no, we don't want to, lock in our selections that soon. We want to be able to um, do selections as the build is going. We have a, a lot of ideas. We want to be able to visit the lumber store or the tile store with our interior designer. Um, I would teach and train your salespeople or yourself if you're the one selling um, just to be able to say, maybe we're not the best builder for you. And, and that's okay. And that's a, that's a good thing to, to say, you know, maybe you do need to start looking at more, custom design build firms. Um, and if they walk, if you actually, I would say if you have that conversation with a client, odds are they'll say, no, 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 that, you know what, that's fine. I think we can do this process, but maybe there's one or two things that really stick out and you can be the nice guy and try and accommodate on those things. Um, but if that client really does actually walk and you lose a deal because of it, I would throw your sales agent a party. Um, buy them but dinner, take them out, whatever it is. Um, because what they've done is, is really saved your company a lot of headache and time because that if that client doesn't want to fit into your process, it's never going to work. It's never going to get magically fixed through the build. And odds are you're going to spend a disproportionate amount of time and money trying to get that client through your system. Um, now let me switch a couple points here 
why it's better for you, the client, if you figure out everything ahead of time instead of through the build. I think, and I mentioned this to Carol in the last week's podcast, there seems to be this perception that if I, if I pick out everything, if I pick out everything for my house in two meetings, is it really a custom home or three meetings? Is it really a custom home? Do I really get all the stuff I want? Um, one of the big things I heard was how do I sign off on my windows a meeting ahead of time when I don't know what my cabinets are going to cost yet? Like I have a finite amount I want to spend on this house. It's, it's really, it's really tough for me to gauge. I would say ultimately, you know, whether or not you want the windows. It, it, that's a pretty easy discussion. It doesn't have to hinge on the cabinet decision. And secondly, I would say builders, there's probably a way to accommodate this to put some pricing in front of the client that's that's quick and easy so you're not getting through the whole cabinet selection but saying things like this kitchen you saw in the model home we spent x to do it here um, so you would probably spend around the same so just helping your clients through that little that little hiccup but um i would say like I, like i said before um the one of the biggest um things that will help you enjoy the process and um, really like enjoy working with your builder is an efficient schedule. Like I, I can't overstate how valuable that is. If, if things work like clockwork and everything, things are happening on your site daily and the, the schedule is dialed in and your project manager or site superintendent has a pulse on what's going on every single week. Um, that, that will lead to one, your home getting done quickly um, two, you just, um, trusting them more because they know what they're doing. And the only way you can do that is if you get things selected beforehand. Um, so it's, it's really, really valuable. I'd say two, um, we talked about this some in the allowances podcast, the home builder horror stories, jump back and catch that one. I think it was episode two or three. Um, but that client, they made selections kind of rolling through the process through allowances. And if you don't select everything ahead of time, it, you open the door to a lot of frustration on yourself that like there things are going to cost money. And I, me personally, I would just rather know um, ahead of time sooner than later. If I'm going to spend an extra 10 grand on my kitchen, I may want that, but I'd rather know before the build so I can, think, prepare, and plan. How am I going to get these finances? Can we roll it into the mortgage? All that. Instead of toward the end of the process, you're just now selecting cabinets and you find out you're over your allowance figure. It's just not fun for anybody. Um, And then obviously, the less you have figured out when you start the construction, the more open the door is to delays and confusion. I don't think I need to dive into that. It just makes a lot of sense that um, if you... If your cabinets have an eight-week lead time and you want to close in eight weeks and you haven't ordered your cabinets, it's that's a problem. I think that's pretty obvious to everyone. So, um, yeah, that's that's about it for today's podcast. Um, please feel free to reach out to me. Any questions or comments, I would love to hear back from you. Um, I'm active on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram and LinkedIn. It's Burnham Design Co. on all three of those. B-I-R-N-A-M Design Co. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks as always to Andrew Michael Metter for the music.